The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they help the grumpy, the frumpy, and the lumpy be less slumpy. Also, the review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think because appearances can be deceiving. Keep in mind, so can the media. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? That's simple, because I keep getting away from those guys in those white coats and jackets. That's why. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Here's an amazing question for you to ask yourself, especially when you go into times of prayer. How honest can we be, or how honest are we with God? Ooh, sneaky question there. Here's the bottom line. Maybe you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. Maybe you've got a prayer request And you need other people to join their faith with your faith, and that way we can have combined faith and bring it before the Lord. Maybe you've got something you want to share that the Lord has been working on in your life, and it's great. It's awesome. You know, maybe you're just seeing it unveil, and you're seeing it, like, reveal itself. You're like, wow, look at this. Any of those things are okie-dokie artichokey if you want to engage with us. There's a couple ways to reach out and to touch base with us. There is no qualification other than you must have a breath. Well, I mean, that's I think that's good. Uh, bottom line to that is you can call us. What do you do to call you? Use your phone. Okay. And then uh, what you do on that is you call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Now, when you call 972-445-0770, Today, and today is the last day, but today only you will have a chance to be talking to Captain Chris, who's filling in. But let me tell you what it's like to talk to Captain Chris. That's like winning a free steak and lobster dinner. (laughs) 
and then you will be... Aren't you glad I didn't say chop liver? <laughs> It'll be like eating chop liver. <laughs> yeah, I prefer the steak and lobster. Steak and lobster, much better for sure. Uh, you can also, by the way, text us if you want to do that, 972-445-0770. That's 972. Oh, no, that's not the text number, is it? <laughs> oh, wow, don't do that. Oh, you can text that number. It's not going to do anything. Nothing will happen. No, if you get a text, it's got to be the 214. I was just checking to see if everybody was looking. <laughs> That's not a lie. It's a joke. Anyway, uh, 214-210-8483. It is uh, 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. You can text that number uh, live during the show. Uh, <laughs> that's a good line. That's not a lie. It's a joke. Okay. Uh, also, you can email us, David at hemustincrease.org. That's David at hemustincrease.org. We're going to send you to the website. A couple things to tell you. Don't forget, next week has a unique schedule. That's all I'm going to tell you. You have to look at it to go to the website to figure that out. Number two, don't forget money. Money is a great idea if we want to keep the show going. Uh, that would be dependent on you guys because uh, I'm broke. <laughs> So I can't help you. And then uh, number three, if you got some ideas for the show, we like that. Just give it, put it in the suggestions. We have a suggestion and prayer uh, a little link there that you can just kind of fill information out. Not a big deal for us. Uh, go ahead and check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Frumpy after listening to that. I'm telling you, that's legendary, and I will give you a quarter right out of Chris's pocket if you can name every one of those sounds. Well, I'm not paying you, but I'm saying right out of Chris's pocket. You know, I'm just saying right there. Isn't that great? Don't you miss that? I love that. So good to have Chris filling in for us. He's just he filled in for us yesterday and today. So those are listening. It's like, is this live or Memorex? It's live. Chris is helping everybody out, being a champion guy, stepping in and helping out. Uh, we have our show. we got to get into this. Uh, we will talk about some of the prayer requests in a little bit. I'll give you an update on Easton. Plus, we're going to be praying for the audience as well. I do want you to be aware that we've got some, we're coming to the close on some books. And so we're going to be changing some of the books that we're doing. And that'll all be as best as we can follow the leading of the Lord. So I'm going to ask you all to be praying for wisdom. I need the wisdom just like everybody else. In fact, 
to some degree, I, I need it more. Not because of my position, but because of my lacking. <laughs> That's why I need it more. So uh, don't forget that. Be praying for wisdom for uh, this guy right here. I do want to get into this text because we are in Hebrews, and we've got to power through what I call power through this one portion in chapter 9 to get to the just the best stuff there is. We're like verses away from what are some of my favorite texts of, of like my entire Christian journey. So let's talk about what we are in, and that is in Hebrews chapter 9. And for those that are keeping tab or thereabouts, we're right at about verse 8. It says this, The Holy Spirit was making it clear that the way into the most holy place had not yet been disclosed— while the first tabernacle was still standing. This is a symbol for the present time during which gifts and sacrifices are offered, or were offered that cannot perfect the worshiper's conscience. So there's something that I wanted to share with you, a teaching that I want to share with you, and I want you to try and use this as you study the Word of God and as you read the Word of God and as you embrace and engage with the Lord, you're going to find out that the Holy Spirit throughout the Old Testament is pointing. Okay? Do you ever see, uh, like, uh, uh, well, it's not really Roadrunner, but some of those things where they go, doing, and then it's pointing, and then the, whatever the creature is, it's like pointing. That, that's not the Holy Spirit, but that's what's going on. There's pointing going on, and the pointing that's going on is that there's coming something from God that is so powerful that will change the entire structure of humanity engaging with God. I'm not sure that we fully understand that I think what we do is we think, oh, well, you know, Old Testament, and they kind of messed it up, so then God had to come in and help, and, you know, and so we kind of think of the uh, New Testament as kind of like a, uh, a, a Band-Aid to our own sickness or whatever the case may be. I'm trying to explain as best I can that the pointing of the Holy Spirit towards Christ is the great message of the Old Testament pointing to the reality that we are going to be able to engage with God freely. Now, sin disrupted that. And everybody's pretty familiar with this. We have our redemption through Jesus Christ. But what I don't think people understand is that the Holy Spirit's pointing towards Jesus and saying, we are going to lay down something that will enable you to engage with your creator anytime you want to. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, you will have the capacity from within yourself to call out before the Lord, with your own ears to hear from the Lord, he will speak to you. He will fellowship you. He will commune with you. You will have your own, listen to this, it'll blow your mind, your own Garden of Eden in the sense of being able to fellowship with God. Now, are we perfect in the Garden of Eden? I don't know. Was Adam perfect in the Garden of Eden? No. I mean, he did a good job naming the rhinoceros because what else are you going to call it? <laughs> That part's fine. But the rest of it, he had some, some problems. And, and by the way, he didn't spend one minute in the Garden of Eden, and then everything messed up. He had some time to name the animals. There were a couple animals. It was, you know, it was a considerable amount of time. The idea behind this, though, is that the Lord, in his passion for us as his creation, restores what was lost in the Garden, and that is the 
openness of the fellowship with God. And in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit is pointing, going, look, 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 look. It's coming. And you're thinking, what's coming? God is coming. That's the answer. All right, we're going to take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Just as I am, he reached down and saved me. Purchased my freedom at the cost of this KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. The David Spoon Experience. Ladies and gentlemen, let me welcome to the show, uh, very proudly and honorably, uh, Roma Downey and Mark Burnett, two people who have spearheaded uh, the miniseries, the epic miniseries, The Bible, which I think we've talked about on this show 900 times, because it is an incredible series. Uh, and I just want to say welcome to both of you. Thank you for joining us here. Thank you so much. We're now on the David Spoon Experience. Yeah, I mean, I mean that in a quarter, and you still can't uh, make a phone call. It's incredible, and it's never been done before. And you can be the first person in your neighborhood to win. What is it? It's a contest. How do I play? It's simple, and there's three ways to win. You can go to Facebook, type in David Spoon Media. And on any Facebook post, type in the word Jesus in the comment section. And it's free. You can also send an email to davidspoonmedia at gmail.com and write the word Jesus in the subject line. Or you can go to YouTube and give a comment on any video, but you have to use the word Jesus. This is your chance to win, and it's free. What do I win? You can win 100 thank yous right on air. It's incredible. It's unbelievable, but it's only for a limited time. Enter now. Here's a taste. Thank you for listening to the David Spoon Experience.
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Here you go. There's your first. Here's your tri- first trivia question. I'm telling you right now, you better be ready. Here's a good one. In what book of the Bible do you find the words, Make haste, my beloved, and be thou like to a row or to a young heart upon the mountains of spices. <gasps> what? Did you, that's what, that, what book of the Bible is that? Make haste, my beloved, and be thou like to a row or to a young heart upon the mountains of spices. If you think you know the answer, pow pow for Al, by the way, 972-445-0770. Also, you can text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david, at he must increase.org. So we're going to do our DNA, but I want to say something about the DNA before we do the DNA. And one of the things that's really important for people to understand is we do follow certain patterns, but we are not so locked in that we can't change them. That's the that's the biggest thing. But the idea behind that is it's good to have certain structures or patterns that help us when we uh, when we when we need kind of like. Uh, uh, marks and me road marks uh, along the way, but never be so stuck in a pattern that it can't change. So when you're praying or when you're reading or whatever you're doing, some of us get into these cool habits and they're very effective, but don't be so stuck in the habit that you can't kind of have an alteration. So sometimes we've done our DNA at the end of the show, and then sometimes we've done it uh, in the middle. Sometimes we'll do it at this segment here. Why I'm bringing that up is about four days ago, I was praying, and <clears throat> as I was praying, I have kind of a pattern I follow. I mean, I, but it's a long pattern. I just let you know it's not short or anything. And I just, the Lord was just like, um, in the nicest way, ripping it to shreds while I was praying. And what I figured was that the Lord was trying to make sure, or not trying to make sure, but the Lord was helping me not to be so traditional that I lost the the passion or the the real sense of what was going on. And, and so by him helping me kind of change it up, it made me more aware and then made me more in tune the next time I went to the pattern. And I know that sounds goofy, but for those that pray and those that spend time in the Word, that's some really good advice. So please, you know, be aware of that. Let the Lord change it up. It's a good way to do it. All right, we'll do our DNA, but first we have somebody that's ready to answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, send them on through. Send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Knock, knock. Shabbat shalom, brother. Shabbat shalom, my brother. How are you? Good. Good. I'm hey, glad. I'm glad. I want to tell you, like, uh, sometimes my phone acts weird and it's, yeah, it, the calls drop. I so noticed that's that. not your system, probably. That's my phone because it's very old uh, yeah. during the era of Graham Bell. So, sorry. <laughs> Well, let me tell you, I, I love that you said that because I do want people to recognize that, but I do want you to let you know how old this system is here that, that Chris and I are operating at. And I've told you this one before, brother. And there he goes. He just fell. <laughs> uh, this system here is as old as when the Dead Sea was still sick. This is an old system that we're in, but it's fun. All right, so Samson's going to call back. We'll give him a chance to call back. But when he that's right, he just said, uh, you got to watch my phone. Click. 
Don't you love this? That's the best part about live radio. You just you just really you don't know what's going to happen. All right, we're going to try and put him on through, and we'll give him a chance to go right to it. Sanson, are you there? Yeah, I was looking for the wires, but there wasn't wires, so my phone is a workplace now. <laughs> All right, you're going to have to answer the trivia question, and then we can chat okay, for a second. Okay, the trivia question is... Uh, this is my pure guess, but I know that the author is the same, uh, and uh, and his name is Jesus, but it's the book of Proverbs. Uh-uh-uh. No, wait, it is the okay. same author and, as uh, Proverbs. But it's... Uh, it's Solomon. That's right, it's the Song of Solomon! Yes. <laughs> it is the guy who wrote Proverbs, but just another book. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, well, I was debating between both of them, so, yeah. <laughs> good job. So, All right, how you doing in general? Uh, generally, I'm I'm doing good. Like, since I got that sport, it's really just helping my mind. <laughs> but, but to be honest, I believe that was the answer of our prayers. Like, God really hears our prayer. And uh, because I was confident that God could change it, even if there is something wrong. Uh, so I gave my life in his hand. I said, okay, Lord, I know ultimately you are, you are the God who will spare my life, even if something happening. Right. So. Right. Great. But that's a great attitude to have with him. It's into his hands, and it's, you know, it helps you understand. A little bit helps you understand, though God slay me, yet will I trust him. It's like there's this part of you that just goes beyond what you can understand in the natural and says, Lord, be my God as you have always been. I'm going to lay this down at your feet. Let me know how we're doing. And it's just like, that's it. I mean, that's all that you can do. Let me pray a blessing over you. Hey, I have, yes, I have another prayer request. Okay. Please pray for my, my sister. She's a missionary. She's coming to... Finally, she got her U.S. visa, so she's coming next week to North Carolina. However, her return ticket is a standby, so just pray that she will get a seat when she returns. Okay. All right. Let's pray for that, and I want to pray a blessing over you and over our audience. Let's do both, okay? All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Father, we come before you right now. We just lift up Samson's sister to you. Lord, standby can be very frustrating for many people, and we understand that, and we're just asking for an exponential moment there for her that she could not sit around and do nothing but can get going, get to her destination. You would help her arrive safely. We're basically doing what Nehemiah said and asking for traveling mercies. And then we ask for those traveling mercies for her. And we ask for your blessing and your grace in Samson's life. We ask you just to keep encouraging him. Let him keep sharing great testimony, great witness, that even though he was up against it, Lord, you brought him back. You put his feet upon a rock, and you put a new song in his heart. And, Lord, I'm praying for not just these two things, but for our audience that graces can abound in relationships. Let graces abound in relationships for each and every one of us as we look to you to be the solution, the wisdom, the insight for all things. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Best part about God is he doesn't have a phone that hangs up. (laughs) Just kidding. Anyway, so Samson lost it again, but that's our brother. We love him. (laughs) Okay. All right, so we did that. Uh, We're going to delay DNA because I only have like, what, uh, three minutes, four minutes. 
yeah, in that time. So I want to do this one little thing because this is really good. Listen to this. I want you to hear this, and I'll probably blow it, so don't worry about that. But just try and stick with me in this one. This is verse 9 out of Hebrews uh, chapter 9. It says this. This is a symbol for the present time during which the gifts and sacrifices are offered that cannot perfect the worshiper's conscience. They are physical regulations and only deal with food and drink and various washings imposed until the time of the new order. By the way, that's not new world order. Hello? New world order is not a good thing because it's just simply a new worldly aligned order. That's bad. Okay, bad, bad, bad. This is God's new order. And in the new, in the new covenant, and what God is doing, there's something that he allows that is a little bit absent there in the Old Testament and points to the New Testament. You know, know what that is? That's freedom in your conscience to worship God. Now listen. The way that the conscience is constructed in a human being, it's God's best inside preacher. And what happens is it it condemns us when we do things wrong. It does a pretty good job. Now, some of us have warped the conscience out. That's that's a fact. I mean, some people send it, send it to, to quietness. But in the kingdom of God, through Jesus Christ, forgiveness is so powerful that your conscience can worship God freely. Your heart can worship God freely. Your mind can worship God freely without condemnation because of the redeeming work of Jesus Christ. And when you come before the Lord to worship, when you come before the Lord to read, when you come before the Lord to pray, and the enemy, and listen to what I'm saying, the enemy is like, you're not good enough for this. You you can't worship the holy God. You can't just talk to God. You're not fit to read this. You're not worthy of that is the enemy trying to take advantage of the fact that we were in the past unworthy, but that Jesus made us worthy. And that's now it's the enemy trying to pollute that conscience and trying to kind of sneak in there. And the old, in the old system, we didn't have an opportunity to have our conscience cleaned the way it's cleaned through the blood of Jesus Christ. And people miss that when they go into devotions, it's a war. And that's how the enemy takes advantage. I want you to think, like, oh, yeah, because you'll go in there and he's like, why would God listen to you? Ah, see that right there? That's a lie. And then the enemy comes in and uses that and you just got the best answer in the world. Because of Jesus. That's why. Like, whoa. That's a good answer. (laughs) Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. What did Jesus use when he was fighting against Satan? The truth, the word of God. That's what you need to have a clear conscience, the recognition that Jesus washed you in his perfect blood. Okie dokie. I take it. I say yes. I say amen and okie doke. All right, we're going to take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. Top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill. Can't stand the shame. It may be false, but it feels the same. 
So I punish myself I go down to the jail of my soul what is the David Spoon experience? So you know what David did? He asked God again. And how did God answer? He answered him. God didn't go, oh, you asked me twice. <laughs> strike you with lightning. Strike you with lightning. It's like, that's not how this works. So the scripture says in 1 Samuel 23, 4, go check out your Bible. Once again, David inquired of the Lord and the Lord answered him. It's like, go, 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 go do your thing. Go, 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 go. It's okay to inquire more than once, even if there's an answer that you've got, because sometimes we look for reassurance and clarity and for comfort and from eliminating hearing mistakes. We're not trying to irritate God. We're not trying to fight against his will. We're not trying to be uh, disobedient. The Lord knows that. See, I think what happens is we'll do something. It'll be sincere action. Then somebody else may hear about it or you mention somebody and the way they interpret it is different than the way God interprets it. When I come before the Lord and he says, go do this, and I come before the Lord again and do one of those, are you sure? <laughs> you know, kind of thing. That's not me trying to be bad. And this is the same kind of thing that happens when you get into the the, the people that that uh, you know one group in Christianity is like you know you can't you, you can't ask for signs and ask for signs at all because it shows that you either have no faith or you don't believe Jesus is the Messiah. Well, first of all, that's not true because God gave signs all the way from Genesis to Revelation, so that's just silly. The other part of that is people asking for signs like Gideon were just like going, okay, I'm just trying not to mess this up, right? What Jesus rebuked was the people asking for a sign to prove he was the Messiah. That's substantially different than asking God, uh, I, I just need to know I'm not doing this dumb. Right? I mean, and that's why what we do is we kind of pour into these rules and these reasonings, and it's like, you know what? Don't do that. Come before the Lord. Be yourself. You know, you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to posture before God he already knows. <laughs> it's like it's like, you know, I just want you to know I'm not gonna look up right now. Now, if you really feel that way, that's fair. But don't do that because you're trying to impress God, because he knows you're trying to impress him, so then don't do that. Just tell him what's going on, share your heart, share your feelings. One of the things that I see about prayer, and this is a true statement. Some people say, well, people pray to get things changed. Uh, it's maybe better to say that we pray so that God changes us. That might be more accurate so that we get into a surrender or a, a yielded position. It's not that you can't have faith, not that you can't pray, but I'm, what I'm talking about is coming and yielding and going, Just I'm just trying to get the clarity. I want to know what I'm doing is what you want to do. I think it's a, a very important element for people who are seeking wisdom just to be as earnest and honest as possible. If the Lord grants you a sign, the bigger problem about that is most of the time, like for Israel, they didn't believe it anyway. 